Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture? Welcome to the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. It's under our spiritual category, 
You can find the full list of topics we shall cover under this category on our website, jf.foundation. That is jaef.foundation. In this series, we break down the human anatomy into its parts, spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit being who has a soul. Your soul is your mind, your will, and your emotions, and you live in a body. We dive into the meaning and purpose of each part and how these three parts, your spirit, your soul, and your body work together. We talk about two distinct lifestyles, a life lived from the inside out versus a life lived from the outside in. Living from the inside out means living from your spirit outwardly, whereas living from the outside in means living from the flesh, your body, inside out. What does this mean? Well, here's an example to consider. A person who lives outside in depends on external gratification or triggers of happiness from their environment, such as compliments from people, going shopping, going to a party, or material possessions such as houses, cars, to be happy. The hope is, their hope is that the feeling of this happiness generated when they do something or possess something will give them that inner peace, joy, you know, peace of mind or peace of heart. On the contrary, a person who lives from the inside out is one who, no matter what the external circumstances present, be it good or bad, they will still maintain their peace of mind peace of heart and they have that inner joy. This person's mood, attitude or livelihood and joy are independent of any external experience or possession. You can put it this way, one is driven by happiness and happiness is actually a feeling that is triggered by the external surrounding or circumstances and experiences, whereas the other person is driven by joy which is internally generated. So with the pandemic and the rise of this mental health epidemic and the unrest that is happening all around the globe, now more than ever might be the best time to check which system you're running on. However, we're being faced with this dilemma. There is one part of our human anatomy that is the human spirit which is the power source of everything. It can't be satisfied or fed with anything that the world has to offer. In fact, no amount of compliments, clothing, vacations, drugs, sex, money, cars, alcohol, promotions, career accomplishments and achievements, or social status, none of these can satisfy the human spirit. So maybe Jesus was right when he said to the Samaritan woman by the well in John chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. This is what he said to her. Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. He then followed this up with his saying in John chapter 6, verses 63. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are a spirit and they are life. So with the pressure mounting from each corner of the globe, now more than ever might be the best time to check how you're living your life, whether that's from the inside out or from the outside in. 
You see, even Christians who have heard of this teaching so many times often find themselves falling back into the trap of the outside-in lifestyle. They depend on external surroundings, circumstances, and experiences for their source of happiness, and they forget that it's the joy of the Lord which is their strength. One question now remains, or I have one question for you. Are you willing to listen to these words of wisdom from the creator of your spirit? Are you willing to incline to his words, which are the only thing that can satisfy your spirit? The objective of this series is, as we trade along in this series of spirit, soul, and body, is to learn how we can live from the inside out instead of outside in. So bring these words along with you. Remember when Jesus said, Whoever drinks of this water, the water that this world offers, will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Wrap your arms around with your mercy. Give up on doing things my way
for tuning in to the pre-show. This is episode two of the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. This episode is a continuation of the last episode. It's all part of the same recording. We continue the discussion with our guest Tolu on a range of subjects relating to our human anatomy, how we are spirit beings who have a soul and live in a body. We're talking about how to live from the inside out instead of outside in, and how this cascades into the mental health epidemic. We also contrast some of the world's meditation styles with biblical meditation. We hope this episode blesses your heart. So open up your heart and mind and let's dive in. What differentiates our meditation from the meditation of the world? And um, I just want to quickly jump to, I think it's Joshua 1 verse 8. Wow. So you, 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 you are going up there next right now. So yeah, because you got to think about these things, right? Because um, you might say that someone might say, well, what is... Well, the difference. Yeah, why shouldn't I not meditate do the way I, I like to do? Maybe I can talk to the Holy Spirit like that. Um, yeah, um, it's different. It is. It is. It is very different. And I have I I have just started mastering. Um, as I said, I used to do a lot of like the the world meditation before I really you know I had built like a solid foundation. You know, my relationship with with with, with Yeshua with Jesus. And it is actually pretty recent, I'll say probably this year that I actually started doing biblical meditation because I'd never really heard about it. And it's because I started understanding how it works. I was like, oh my goodness. This, <laughs> yeah. is, like, this is like this is like night and day because I used to do this whole, I used to download these apps and sit down and, and, and also just, you know, they say, oh, take deep breaths, now think about yeah. <laughs> now send it away, now breathe in, <laughs> now that. And for, for a minute, I, you know, that stuff kind of, but it's like with the meditation, how you're going to break it down with the biblical meditation with the Holy Spirit of God, if you're meditating that way, it's like, it's a hundred X return. Yeah. Because it's like just the, it's a different way of communication. Um, we're not just uh, you're not just breathing in and breathing out. I think uh, this might even help a lot of um, believers. You know how to actively, you know, communicate. It's not just uh, you know just breathing in. You know, just when they say you know, I think it's popular in when we're as Christians to hear they just wait on him. You know, wait on him and be quiet. I mean, yes, you can be quiet, but it's not just like your mind is floating. You know, your mind is not just floating. And I think this scripture, this point of scripture, really does help bring light to how we meditate. It says in um, Joshua 1, verse 8, it says this book of the law. The book of the law means that the, the law means in Hebrew, it just means the teaching. It yes. The Torah. So the book of the Torah or the, or the teaching shall not depart, depart from my mouth but I shall read it and meditate on it day and night so that I may be careful to do in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will be successful. 
how awesome is that? I'll read it one more time. It says, the book of the Torah, the, or the teaching, shall not depart from your mouth. Yeah. But you shall read it and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance to, with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and you'll be successful. There you get a descriptive way of doing meditating as a Christian, as a believer. Um, hold, the, hold, hold the thought right there. It's one of, one of the coolest things, actually not, was on, on the scripture this week, literally. I, I just got more enlightenment on it. I was listening to... I'll, I'll tell you this, man. We'll 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 just we'll just jump into this. Um, listen, I, I was I was listening to this guy uh, called Terry Mize. I don't know if you heard about this guy. This guy, yeah, do tell. Um, he this guy's next level. He's uh he said anyway. He was he was a missionary, right? Well, he still is, but. And he was going out into just like crazy random places. Like this guy's been into like places where it's like, it, it's just rough, right? Like sickness, disease, just like physical harm and whatnot. Mm. But anyways, he was struggling and he said he grew up in the church and he always just believed what other people say. He never really believed what God said. You know, you know and I think, I think a lot of people fall victim to that. Mm. Uh, or they fall prey to that where it's like we believe what people say but it's like well what did God say and it's like if God said it you know he's what he said carries more spiritual authority than what your mom said than what your dad said that's true but anyways he was struggling and so he went to meditate with with the Holy Spirit and he was like God I I, I can't figure this thing out what, what is going on and he said he took he said God told him the first thing is that be non-conformed. He, he told him about Romans 12, 2. He said, be non-conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how, you, how do you do that? We know that you, the only way, most effective, the only effective way to renew your mind, to counter everything that you, you grew up and they were telling you, you're not good enough, you're not handsome, you're not this, you, you're not good at that, you'll never amount to anything. The only way you can counter all those, and these, now we're talking about like the mental pressures that are building up in the world, is yeah. you take the thoughts of God and you say, no, what does God say? And that's the thing is that when you have a high authority, and I think we've been created to know that if we listen to the highest authority in the land, you know, in heaven and earth, it's almost like our mind somehow bows down to that. So it's like if you grew up and your whole childhood, they're telling you, you know, like, you, you, you know, maybe you're a girl and girls don't make good engineers and things like that. And it's like, well, these, you know, the world might say that, but it's like, well, God didn't say that. I have the mind of Christ. You know, the same spirit that is in, you know, that is in Christ, Jesus is also in me. So if God can do it, that means I can do it. Or if they told you, you know, you're not good enough or maybe best in the world beauty standards, you feel like you just can't, you know, make it. And it's like, well, what does God say? Well, God says you're fearfully and wonderfully made. That's true. But, when, but he said, God told him after, you know, renewing his mind, he said, 
you were believing what the world is saying instead of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he told him, what did I tell Joshua? He said, God told Joshua to do three things. Think like God, talk like God, and act like God. And then you'll make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. Think like God. That is right there in that scripture where it says, um, uh, uh, this book shall not meditate. You know, you shall meditate therein day and night. Because like, think like God. How are you going to do it? Meditate in, the, me- meditate in the law of God, you know, in his instructions day and night. Talk like God. Well, it says, don't let this book depart out of your mouth. Mm. Um, then the other third thing you told him is, hey, act like God. Well, how do you act like God? Well, it says that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then it says, then thou shall make thy way prosperous and thou shall have good success. Mm. And that you, you, you were just talking about it, how, um, how this kind of meditation whereby, let's say the world, even if we were to say, with all this meditation asked, is saying, well, quiet time to fight depressive thoughts. But actually that's wrong. You need to counter negative thoughts on the daily by by speaking something. Yep. You can't so, just stay silent and, and take no, a silent. buddy. You Virtually, can you can't just stay silent and take a beating. <laughs> if you stay silent, those how these things are just going on in your head. Like there is it's it's like this confusion, like this oppression, you know, this, this demonic oppression and 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 possession. We know that, but it's like you just can't stay silent in a room for thirty minutes and think that you're gonna think away all your troubles with your wife, troubles at your work, troubles about your because exactly. you, yet you're. <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible, and then it's like God, God, maybe God knows something about this because He said. It will not depart out of thy mouth. That's good. And, and it's like, I have to do this daily. This It's almost like the biblical kind of meditation, because we're talking about it, is mm-hmm. it's more actionable than just sit in a quiet room and, 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 and play calming sounds and let your mind, spirit just go. It's like, no, fear is trying to come into your heart. Then you counter it with the thought of God. And the thought of God when you say those words, which are spirit, they they immediately, uh, you know, they light up your spirit in that area of darkness, yeah. right? I, I agree. I agree with everything you've said. I think that it gives you agency. It gives you ability to be able to to take a stand. And um, whereas other things are just saying, well, just just be quiet and hope it goes away. This is an assurance that you will be successful, as it says in the word. For then you will make your way prosperous and you will be successful. That's not a, well, you may be successful if you try. It may work. This is a guarantee. It's formula. Oh, my God. It's a formula that is a guarantee. Two plus two is going to give you four. That's what he's saying. It's not going to give you five. It's not going to give you six. It's going to give you four, you know, so it's a, it's, it's just follow the instructions. And I think that's an important aspect too. following instruction, living life on instruction. Our master, uh, Jesus, Yeshua lived a life following instructions from his father in the heavens. He did. Yeah. 
And I think it's an important thing as a believer that he says, how does this book not depart from your mouth? Hmm. By reading, he says, but this is, but if we just want to summarize, it says by following my instruction. You know, hmm. Yeshua even came and said, Jesus said, came and said later on, it says, follow me. <laughs> he made it so simple. Follow <laughs> me. You know, yeah. it's it, it's the, one of the toughest things for us as human beings is to relinquish our own strength and trust in in someone of, of a higher power than we do. Because yeah. then that robs us of our own. He said that we feel like it's a uh, it's robbed us of uh, our ability to to live freely. But what kind of freedom is it if is is it if you're living in pain and you're not living you're not really living out the fullest of what you're capable of yeah and maybe um, someone says well i have it i have it all you know i have this and have that but you know if you really introspectively look at yourself do you really 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 have it <laughs> it's um you're well, not promised tomorrow two two things two things that you know that you just touched on there uh, the same instructions uh, that were given to Joshua, because uh, you said one of the things that I'm really still growing in is uh, somehow it's almost like I sometimes don't like the way these scriptures were written because sometimes they're, they're, all, they're all written just like a letter, right? But if you actually break it down, you can see that it's procedural, like there is an actual guide. Like this one, like when, 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 when this guy was talking about it, Terry Miles, like, well, God told Joshua, you do these three things and everything will be good. Like you'll make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. It's like, well, talk, think like God, talk like God, act, um, think like God, talk like God and act like God. And you were just saying how one of the instructions, this book shall not depart from out of thy mouth. In order for this book not to depart out of thy mouth, that means you must have read a lot of it, well, you're, you're supposed to read all of it, and it's now deposited in your heart. Yeah, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a cool point you just made there. You know, in verse 7, it says, um, uh, in, in Joshua 1, verse 7, it says, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law, the entire teaching, which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, left so that you may be you may you may prosper and be successful wherever you go so it might uh, i'm sure someone might also ask just like you're saying well that seems like a lot of things and uh of course it's a lot of things but now let's tie this back to the importance of remember the helper the helper the holy spirit now yes. you see the significance of the helper why do we have the helper? This is also why. You cannot live life by yourself. You don't have that ability by yourself. In our own strength, we are we're not strong like that. Of course, we see amazing things human beings can do, but there are so many things that are way beyond us that in our own personal lives, even collectively as a nation, we see a lot of things going on right now that even governments are grasping at straws. Yeah, just 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 hold 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 that. You say <laughs> that 
we we're and one of one of the problems that I've always had, uh, and I I can because I don't want people, you know, I don't want people to think that we're just, you know, a bunch of guys who, you know, like we started out, you know, we we started out our lives from this side. We have partaken in everything the world tried to sell us, brother. I've I've I tell I always tell people I've read like I've read self help books until I could just ring them off of just I've read more self help books than the, the, you know like it's insane. <laughs> but right now, what the problem is is the world, and we're talking about spirit, soul, body. Why it's very important to understand your spirit is like the engine. And if you take good care of it, everything else is taken care of. You just say that human beings, we've been sold this lie that, oh, we're strong, this so-called willpower. We have seen people, athletes, I think there's a story of, of, I don't know, a few athletes, you know, stepping out of competitions in the Olympics. Well, think about it. If someone has all the money, that they that they that they have access to they have the best food that they can eat so now with this is why we're trying to break it down that if you're only stopping at your soul and your body you can't cut it because even if you're wealthy even if you're rich and you have the best physical trainers you have the best chef on board you have money how how would you be how do you end up in a position where you're battling uh, mental illness. You know, how do you, you think that according to how the world sells it to us that a person with all those things, they wouldn't be in a, you know, they wouldn't suffer defeat, but we're seeing it. We're seeing uh, people who have access to all the best resources. They, they, they have access to, to therapy as well, yeah. but how, how are they still vulnerable at the height of when they should be performing? You know, how it, it just yeah. goes back to a saying is that human, you, you were just saying that the Holy Spirit, our God, is a helper. Yeah. And just. I, I, I think that's so true. You know, um, the, as you said, you know, many people have so many resources available, but still can't solve their problems. You know, and some even cannot prepare for the problems that await them. If we look at someone like, um, uh, Kobe Bryant, who had a great career, wonderful family, um, you know, status, all that he had, and was growing in car- in, in career and, um, you know, as, a, as a, an influential figure. And then his life was cut short in that accident. You know, he couldn't have prepared for that, you know. So <laughs> there's certain things that you, 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 you can't even prepare for in terms of your own physical willpower, you can't will yourself out of that situation. Yeah, um, <laughs> willpower. And, and, I, and I think there is, there's a big movement, especially coming out of uh, uh, the fitness industries that it's almost like, um, there's, you know, they, you know, they, there's this guy that I talked to at the gym and he does, he does some cool exercise. Sometimes I hope him, you know, I do some stuff with him, but it's really interesting how he terms these exercises. He calls them, some of them, he says, this, this, this will like bulletproof your ankles. This will bulletproof your knees. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, mm-hmm. 
dear brother, dear brother. <laughs> I'm like, you cannot do an exercise to bulletproof your ankles. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm, and now I'm not, I'm not actually literally saying that, you know, if someone fired a gun at your ankles, but I'm saying is that thinking that physical exercise is like, like once you've done the best physical exercises, all like activity, like you will, you know, you will, like your your defense, you mean? I mean, like you 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 now have all the defense that you need against an injury. No, we see athletes every day. Yeah. So willpower, this whole movement of high, you know, the, the 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 you know, get a pump on at the gym and 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 the music, especially. I I think that you know the devil is actually I think really using music. Well, we know he's been doing that, but it's like using music to almost like get people to pump up and, 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 and pump up your willpower. You know, we have these motivational speeches and whatever. And I, I used to do all of that. And, but now we're living during a time where, you know, if you're only relying on that, we're seeing that the enemy just run through those things. This, this, this willpower thing we were sold is, is garbage. Yeah. I mean, that's the truth. So, yeah, it's not just for fitness industry. You can have it in so many in the business world. You have this business craze where everyone's like, you know, you just need to put in the numbers, put in the numbers, put in the numbers, and then you can. It's surely would it, it will work. Surely it will work. You know, it's just you hear law of averages. You know, just do this, just keep doing this, and just keep doing this. Read this book, do this one. You know, read read this, read this, do this, and surely it should pan out. But I've seen people that have been stuck on that process for years. I'm not saying that you should not. I mean, stay, keep trying, stay committed, and that's an that's a, a, a focal point. But but it's not the complete story, right? There's an aspect of you that that we're acknowledging. You are human. <laughs> you you're not in control of everything that is going to happen. You're not in control of rise and fall of things. You're not in control of what happens the next moment, you know? And there's this aspect of you that needs to be filled with faith. The question is, who do you believe in? Not even what do you believe in? Not in stock market, not in um, anything, not in this exercise formula or that formula. Who do you believe in? And then maybe for other people that have different faiths is that, well, well, I believe this and I believe this. Like, well, what's your experience? What's the what's your experience like? Can you strongly say that that faith has helped you? The person you believe in, the being you believe in, has helped you to become better. You know, and that's that's where better beyond your physical ability, better beyond your mental capacity, giving you provide open doors that even you could not open done things beyond your own uh, capab capabilities, you know. You couldn't have applied to so many stores and, you know, gone this. You couldn't have done this and done, and that would have happened. There was no, it wasn't your processes that saved you. It was not the routine practices that saved you. But someone saved you. you it know? is... Um... Oh, this is, 
you know what we're we're gonna do this because there's so many interesting things to talk about uh we're gonna take a quick break and then we'll come back to this awesome In the next episode, we'll continue the discussion with our guest Tolu on the subject of spirit, soul, and body. How to live from the inside out instead of outside in. This was episode two of the Spirit, Soul, and Body series. Your host for today was Calvin Cavanda. Thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. You told me hit the road. You said I gotta go. Sent you some for the souls, and I gotta let them know. Enemy coming like wolves, and I gotta stay woke. But I ain't never gotta fear, 'cause same power that rose lives in my soul, yeah. If you send me, then I'll run the Cause I'll give